0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, November 2nd, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Make him your dentist. All you have to do is call 317-849-2933. Take control of your dental health. Call that number. Make an appointment today to see the great one, Dr. Mike O'Neill. Let's talk about the Colts and their game yesterday. How they won that game yesterday and how it really serves as a blueprint for doing what they would like to do the rest of the regular season. And the rest of the regular season, especially the next four games, are difficult for the Indianapolis Colts because they are against at least equally talented teams. You're playing against four, five, and two teams all in a row. This week at Lucas Oil Stadium, you got the Baltimore Ravens. Then you go to Nashville to play against the Tennessee Titans. Then you've got the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans again back here in Indy. Three of those games at home. You need to win two of these in order to win the AFC South. If you lose three, got problems. If you win three, you're in a great position. And here's what they need to do that they did yesterday to put themselves in a position to win the AFC South. They have to put pressure on their opponents. All day long against the Detroit Lions, the Colts put pressure on the Lions. That, late in the game, all of a sudden, a lot of good things happened, right? If you pressure an opponent long enough, you're going to get a great result. And and one of the things they did was control the ball. They had the ball for 37 minutes And 46 seconds. The Lions only had it for 22 minutes and 14 seconds. And what that means is that the Lions, when they have the ball, they've got to be perfect. They have to make hay while the sun shines. You know what? Like in Indiana in the winter, you got about eight hours of daylight, right? As we get into the middle of December. My God, if you're going to do anything in the daylight, you've got to get going, right? Because you've got twice as much darkness as daylight. This is what happened to the Lions yesterday. The Colts brought darkness to the lines. The Colts yeah. controlled the football. They ran the football. Jordan Wilkins was really good running the football. Naheem Hines was not bad running the football. You know what? Jonathan Taylor was not great. But that's okay. If you commit to running the football and you can continue to move the chains, you control the clock. And if you control the clock, you put your opponent at a huge disadvantage. Not because they don't have the ball as long necessarily, But because every time they do have the ball, they feel the need to score. That's pressure. You also blitzed. I like blitzing. I like aggressive defenses. Matt Eberflus, what we've seen in the past is he goes into that shell zone. And without pressure from those front four, you got problems. Yesterday, they brought blitzes. They brought pressure. Even with four, they brought pressure. People keep talking about DeForest Buckner. And how you know what? We really didn't see much in the stat column from DeForest Buckner. That's okay because he occupies two blockers every play. So you've got Danico Autry who can pick up two sacks. You've got Taequann Lewis with another two sacks. It's been since 2004 that the Colts have had two players register two or more sacks as they did yesterday. Pressure from the defensive line against a quarterback puts that quarterback, it rushes that quarterback. All of a sudden, the clock starts ticking louder and more quickly. That happened to Matthew Stafford. If you let Stafford just sit back there for four, four and a half seconds, he's going to pick you apart. The Colts, they didn't allow that yesterday, and it was a beautiful thing. Those five sacks were absolutely huge. Not just, right, in getting the yardage that those sacks represent, and putting the lines behind in down and distance. But in speeding up the internal clock of Matthew Stafford and in speeding up the clock for the receivers, speeding up the clock for the linemen, everybody, pressure changes everything when the defense can get to the quarterback. No turnovers. If the Colts don't turn the ball over, they're going to win a lot of games. Because if you don't turn it over, you're not giving away points. You're forcing your opponent to earn field position by moving the football. If you don't turn it over and the Colts defense is able to put pressure on the opposing offense, what have you got? You got a recipe for absolute success. Uh, We talked about DeForest Buckner being doubled. This is a huge thing. This is why having a great three-technique guy, it's not just about a guy like Aaron Donald being able to raise hell. In the backfield and and you know posting tackles for loss all over the place, it, it's about putting pressure on the other guys on the offensive line. If two go to Buckner, that means you got you're singling everybody else unless you're keeping a tight end in or a running back into chip. That puts a lot of pressure on those other offensive linemen, and then you've got Philip Rivers. And if he's on like he was on yesterday, hitting receivers in stride, you're putting enormous pressure on their defensive secondary. And this is what makes Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni really important, is that they, from a schematic standpoint, they put the pressure on the opposing linebackers and defensive secondary by running crossing routes all over the place. you got guys crossing everywhere, and as a result, Defensive guys are knocking into each other. They've got to be perfect on a given play or the Colts are going to hit that play. What are the results of those measures of pressure? The results are the five sacks, right? And then the five sacks, they result in their own level of pressure. The pick six by Kenny Moore, which is huge. If your defense gets a pick six, it's almost impossible to win that game if you're an opponent. If you're the opponent that throws the pick six, it's adios, muchacho. You really don't have much chance to win that game. Penalties, the Lions committed penalties that accounted for 57 yards more than the penalties that were called against the Indianapolis Colts. That's a result of pressure. A calm mind does the right thing more often than not. If you hurry up that mind, if you put pressure on that mind the errors are going to multiply exponentially. Uh, you need, if you're under pressure, you think you need to be perfect. Good, what's, good's the enemy of great, right? And and great is also the enemy of good. The need to be perfect is the enemy of good. If you try to be perfect, you're much more likely to be terrible than if you try just to do your job. If, if you're flustered, if your offense is flustered, if your defense is flustered, the pressure ratio goes up, and all of a sudden you're not performing at the same level. That's what happened with the Indianapolis Colts yesterday against the Detroit Lions, where the Colts can be really, really good is in putting pressure on opponents. And this is the that's how football works. The whole deal with football is putting your opponent in the position that they don't want to be in in putting them in the position that they would like to avoid. That's what football is all about. It's about matchups. It's about exploitation. And it's about having that thing start to roll in the wrong direction and the momentum of the game get in the way of what you're trying to get done. So Matthew Stafford, late in the game, he's not thinking, hey, we got, I got a minute and a half to go score the football. Here's how we're going to do it. Bing, 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 bing. He's thinking, I don't want to get hit by Taekwondo Lewis again. I don't want to get hit by Danico Autry. And there's DeForest Buckner. And he's 6'7". And he's long-armed. And I don't want to hit him in the paw again. I want to be, uh-oh, here's 53 up on the line of scrimmage. And how many times did the Colts deca blitz with Darius Leonard? Happened over and over and over again. And what is that designed to do? That's designed to make Matthew Stafford and everybody else on the Lions defense adjust. And when you put your opponent in a position where they feel they have to adjust, they're not doing what they would choose to do. They're doing what you have forced them into. You're forcing them to do something other than what they want. That's what defensive football is all about. It's matchups on the offensive side, and it is forcing, through pressure, an offense to do what it's not quite as good at and it's not as comfortable doing. That's football, and that's what's going to determine this weekend's game, the winner of this weekend's game. You got a guy like Jackson, right? Jackson is dynamic as hell. Jackson is a guy, he can throw it, he can run it. You saw that yesterday. When the Ravens needed yardage, what'd they do? They had Jackson, kind of a QB draw you have got to account on that guy every single day because what his presence and his ability to run the football, what that does is put pressure on the defense. It's all about pressure. And then on the other side of the football, the Ravens are really, really good at dialing it up and and making it disguising things and putting a guy like Phillip Rivers in a position where he's kind of like, ah, this looks like that, but I'm not sure it is that, so we better figure it out. And all of a sudden, you're making a bad decision. That's what the Colts have to guard against this weekend against the Baltimore Ravens because Harbaugh is really good at dialing that up. Jackson is really, really good at finding a hole in the defense, whether it's through the air or with his feet. He is really, really good at that. And when you play good teams, that's a difference between playing good teams and bad teams. Good teams, they can beat you doing what they don't want, Right. They're good enough to do that. You look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, and that's his glory, right? Is all of a sudden, like, he's down 21 points, and he's like, okay, we got to figure this out. Here's how we're going to do it. Boom, 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 boom. And off he goes, right? With a—and that's a great team. With a good team like the Ravens, what you need to do is mitigate their ability to put pressure on you by putting pressure on them. Put pressure on that offensive line. Bring a fifth guy. From an unexpected spot. Disguise your coverage. Make Jackson have to beat you with his brain instead of his feet or his arm, and you got a chance, right? With the defense, it's the same thing. It's about working matchups and putting pressure on people who don't respond well to it. And if you can find enough of those guys, you got a chance to beat the Ravens on Sunday. You got a chance to beat the Titans the following week, and then the Packers. And the Titans again. This isn't brain surgery. It's all about pressure. It's all about cooking, right? It, it's about the crock pot of football, the pressure cooker, and and that's what you that's what you need to bring in order to win football games. You need to bring pressure, not just physical pressure, but psychological pressure, and you need to put people in a position where they're going to do something other than what they would prefer to do. Exactly what the Colts did this week. Exactly what the Colts did the previous week. We'll see if they're able to do it against the Ravens. Again, you've you got to win a couple of these games. You've got to beat the Ravens, the the Titans, Packers, Titans. you got to win two. You go two and two in those games, and all of a sudden you're seven and four with a relatively easy December with two games against the Texans. A game against the Raiders, a game against the Steelers, which is going to be really tough in Pittsburgh, and then a season ending game against the Jaguars, where I would hope that the Colts would be ready to answer what they did in week one against the Jaguars with exactly the opposite in week 17. If the Colts can win this week, that would be three out of four. That would be three and one in the first quarter of the season, three and one in the second quarter. If you could go two and two in the third quarter, Three and one in the fourth quarter. Whoo, look at that. All of a sudden, you're 11 and five, and you win the AFC South. That's how you do it. It's about pressure, it's about opportunity, capitalizing on opportunity, keeping Phillip Rivers clean so he doesn't get his clock sped up, and putting him in a position where he can thread the needle to the right guy at the right time instead of kind of winging it in the wrong direction to the wrong people. Because when he does that, That's when you're going to get beat. But it's not just him doing that. That is the result of pressure. Pressure is the key to football. And the Colts were glorious in bringing pressure on both sides of the ball yesterday. Hopefully that can continue. Hopefully Indiana can continue to do that this weekend against Michigan. How beautiful would it be for the two teams from Indiana, the Hoosiers and the Colts, to knock down both Harbaugh brothers in a 24-hour period of time. Be glorious is what it would be. Breakfast with Kent, also glorious tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter. It's a show so nice. We do it twice, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Can't wait to talk to you then.